Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you are here to join me today. Mm. And uh, and just savor some morning goodness as we ease into the day. Oh, well, I am uh, sitting here somewhat overwhelmed as I think about heading to work today. We've had a lot of, of uh, new directives and changes taking place. Uh, I, you know, for those who don't recall or remember, I work with the Department of Veterans Affairs. So I work in a healthcare clinic and just a lot of different changes as uh, the uh, uh, known cases or confirmed cases is the proper term of coronavirus has moved into our catchment area. And uh, so we're having to adjust to minimize exposure. And uh, so making adjustments and uh, uh, changing the way we do, I do counseling practice and stuff. But uh, so I'm... (laughs) I'm just like a lot of people, just adjusting to, you know, this new kind of temporary normal. And uh, sometimes uh, when you have a lot of change, when you have a lot of things happening, it's refreshing to find um, the familiar. And we go to the familiar. We go to the old friends uh, and but when you're trying to uh, limit your exposure to people, you know the old friends uh, of as far as people you may not be seeing except over Facebook. And I have to I want to give a kudos. I want to give a praise to a lot of the different posts that I've been seeing lately on Facebook. You know as people are adjusting to having their kids home and not just sending them out to do different things, wandering in the streets or uh, heading over to friends' houses, but keeping them at home like we're supposed to, you know, the uh, the different ideas, bouncing ideas back and forth in the, uh, uh, in people's Facebook communities, Facebook's uh, circles of friends that people have, giving and sharing ideas. I love it. It's good. It's fun. This is what people do. We just don't always get to see it, or we didn't always get to see it whenever we had, uh, when we didn't have social media. And so it's it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat to see that. Uh, so I want to sing out a little praise to people who are doing it. Uh, sharing ideas, bouncing ideas on, on those kind of just basic things. But getting back to the idea of the old friends, I'm actually sitting in my office and I am seeing a whole bunch of old friends that I have not seen for a while. Uh, In anticipation of, you know, having to spend time at home, whether we're well and we are, you know, social distancing, or whether it is because we've come down with uh, the virus, uh, my wife has gone out to the storage unit that we still have uh, with some items in it that haven't been uh, moved in here to the, the farmstead. She came back with a few cases of books. Now, these are not the books from my counseling office. This is These are the books from the old house. 
And just to give you an idea, my I love books. My wife loves books. And we had one room of our family room covered in shelves that mounted to the wall. And when we were preparing to sell the house, we took those down and we boxed up the books and they went into storage. So these books have not seen the light of day in a long time. And I'm sitting here having forgotten about so many of these books and it's like they're like old friends. And maybe you have some boxes of books also that from a move or from some situation have just, you know, gone away <laughs> uh, and, and you've forgotten about them. Maybe you had other things that had a higher importance for a time, but now these books are coming out uh, or it could come out and you could revisit, rekindle uh, the friendship with some old books. So as I'm looking here, um, some of the books that I'm I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, right here. Well, we have we have three bookshelves that we bought a few months ago at IKEA, and they are one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Yeah, six shelves going vertical in each, and yep, I can if I they're tall. They they go pretty close to the ceiling. I can get my 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 wrist if I'm I'm standing here and my wrist goes up to the top of them. But my wife has started organizing them to a degree, and I'm looking here at the uh, section on cooking. My wife loves cookbooks, and uh, I know these are not all of her cookbooks. But we have, and I'm looking here at some of my, my old friends, and there it is. There's one that's an old friend, and it is called Mastering the Art of French Cooking by Julia Childs and the other two authors. And I'm just looking to see, just to confirm, yep, this one is an original printing from 1961. And uh, if you've seen the movie Julie and Julia, that is the the book that is featured in the movie that Julia, I'm sorry, Julie is using to uh, as her goal to cook every recipe in the in Julia Child's cooking book in one year, and that was a gag gift uh, many many years ago, and it is uh, it's a fun one. Here's another one that I remember. Again, it's one of my this one's one of my wife's and it's The Complete Book of Outdoor Cookery. And it's it's all about cooking in the outdoors. Uh some healthy cooking ones. Do I see any other ones that jump out at me? You know, uh here's like a little miniature encyclopedia set. Taste of home cooking. Dehydrator cooking. Neat ones there. Then my wife has below that a bunch of gardening books, and uh, there's some there's some she has here on herbs and spices, and I'm looking to see if any of them specifically jump out. Uh, backyard homestead. I remember when my wife got that one. 
So you, the, there's these are pretty well hers that uh, I haven't looked at. But now we're coming over into our religious section. And there, well, there's my, my uh, study Bible, Concordia Self-Study Bible. I haven't seen that for a while. Why have I not noticed that? Well, I've been using the Bible on my phone a lot. And uh, here's some of the books. Oh, goodness, here's the whole set from uh, the Left Behind series. Boy, really got into that book series back in the 90s. That was fun. And uh, oh, I remember uh, my wife was saying she's wanting to start rereading that. Uh, coming down here, there's Dave Ramsey's books. Oh, goodness, I had forgotten about these. Somebody had done a series. Oh, it was Jerry Jenkins. He had done a series. He's the guy who uh, was one of the co-authors of the Left Behind series. And he did one that was called The Jesus Chronicles. And he, it's, it's four books, of which I only have two. But they are, it's a novel based on uh the assumed you know because we don't have a whole lot of information on them but the an assumed uh story about the writers of the four gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John and the uh you know taking again just the little bit that we know and what we can draw from historical context, uh, the two that I have is Luke's story and Mark's story. So it's, it's creating a, a fictional, uh, but a historical fictional account on the actual people who wrote um, the two, those two Gospels. Uh, let's see, there's, I've got a couple of copies of this, The Five Love Languages. If you want a good book for your marriage and understanding uh, with your wife or your husband, you know, uh, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman is a fantastic book. Uh, oh, yep, there, there is The Love Dare from the movie um, uh, Fireproof. We had gotten that. Um looking, looking. Oh, if you like history, this is a really neat book. Um, I haven't seen this for, well, again, since it's been packed, but it's Eusebius, the church history. Uh, when you when you want to know about and learn about the Christian church in the first three centuries, the 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 dominant really almost only author of church history from that time period was Eusebius. He spells it E U S E B I U S. And <clears throat> uh this particular translation I really like. It's ball it's by Paul Meyer. M A I E R is how Meyer is spelled. And it is fantastic. It's amazing. Uh what is included because Eusebius traveled throughout the Mediterranean area going to the old uh, churches of the time to, uh, to gather the information for this book, which was actually commissioned by the Emperor Constantine, who was the first Christian emperor of the Roman Empire. This comes from the time period of around 325 A.D., and uh, it's, a, it's just a really good, good book. Uh, sitting next to it is another interesting book called 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill Weiss. 
looking through some more. I guess those are, are probably some of the ones that jump out at me most. Now I come over to my other old friends. Ow, my knees are hurting. Oh, here's here's more of my books. Uh, <laughs> how many of you are old enough to remember the Far Side cartoons, uh, comic strips? I loved those. They were just, that, that just fit in with my humor most of the time. And uh, this is the prehistory of the Far Side. It's how he came about creating it in some of his early uh, ones, early cartoons. Uh, here's one called The Century. Uh, it's a, a book on the 1900s uh, by Peter Jennings and uh, Todd Brewster. That's a really neat one. Uh, Yellowstone Trails, all about different trails in Yellowstone. The Art of Blacksmithing. Seven Promises of a Promise Keeper. I was really active in the Promise Keepers movement back in uh, the 1990s, mid to late 1990s. Uh, that's, that's a really good book. That's a good one. Chaos. I enjoy the concept of chaos theory. This was a book on that. Goodness, that goes back probably to 1990. Whole bunch of my old Boy Scout books. My old Scout handbooks from when I was a Scout, when I was an early assistant Scoutmaster. Oh, what are some others? It's just fun. There's the, the trilogy of Lord of the Rings. I never have read that. It scares me. It's a big book. <laughs> the Complete Tutankhamun. I like books with history, and that's a fascinating one. Oh, and there I'm getting down to the bottom, and I find there is a time in life. You know, they always put out different music series or book series, and this is one all about space. Uh, this, that's, this is the series where I learned about subatomic particles and string theory. I knew about string theory before Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh, let's see. Any other things? Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, my old book from Eastern that has my name in it as graduating. I think that's what that is. Anyway, lots of old friends. Uh, oh, do you remember back in the um, 90s, there, were, um, there was a really neat project that was done. And it was um, called A Day in the Life of. And they would make arrangements or coordinate the effort with photographers descending on a country. And on a particular day, they would go out and they would start photographing um, various places in the country and of the people and of the landscape. And they had to only take the photos during that day. And uh, then they published it into, you know, what I always call a coffee table book, you know, one of those oversized books. And I have a paperback version of A Day in, a, in the Life of America. And it is just amazing. It, it was from 1986. Wow. And it's and there's a little bit of caption writing, but otherwise it's just a picture that gives a snapshot of America. And uh, I used to look through this a lot. There's another one here. 
And this one is A Day in the Life of the Soviet Union. And, you know, as, as a kid growing up in the Cold War, I, I had a curiosity about what was this evil empire about? Were the people, you know, that strange, that odd, that, you know, you know, bad that we had, you know, this, this standoff and, you know, you look through it and you realize, yeah, they look different with certain, you know, characteristics because they're, you've got those kind of differences from around the world. But when you look at their faces, when you look at their emotions, when you, you look at the activities that they're doing, they're not that different. People are people. And uh, it's also an amazing book. I'm not sure how many were included with this one. I know in the America one, uh, there were over 200 photographers. I'm going to assume the same here. But they did this for Spain, Japan, Canada, Australia, Hawaii, um, all different countries. So, old friends. These old friends of books, I just love. I, I am going to look forward to having these books on the shelf. So in the evenings, rather than just going back to the mindless television, I can pull out one of these old friends and see what enjoyment I can have. You know, the... Uh, we had three grandkids spending the night last night, and uh, they pulled out an old friend also. They pulled out the old friend, Sorry. You remember that game, that board game, Sorry? A lot of people have it, and Aggravation, and Monopoly, and games that people don't play that often anymore. Kids don't play that often, so it's kind of, it's an old friend that's being passed on to a new generation. So... Anyway, that's what I thought I would touch base with today. Are there old friends that you have in the closet, in the attic, stashed away? Maybe it's on a bookshelf and you just haven't gotten into some of the old friends lately. Well, maybe now's a good time to pull out one of those friends, reintroduce yourself, and enjoy some of that quiet time reading and then sharing the fun that you have read. All right, that's it for today. I'm going to get back to my coffee before it gets cold, and we will catch you. Let's see, it's Friday. Oh my goodness, it's Friday going into the weekend. We will catch up with you again on Monday. Have a good one, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.